Sportscast. What's up, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast. We have a special guest with us here today, Jacob Bradley. He is a good friend of Jake and I's. Uh, today, we, today, we are going to be speaking on the offseason recap for the NFL. Uh, obviously, we are all wearing our proper attire for NFL teams. Um, so we're going we're gonna to jump right into it. Obviously, uh, before before we get started, an individual team. Interesting news today: Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams posted the same picture on their Instagram stories. It was a picture oh. of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Now there have been NFL rumors that have come out from NBC Sports saying that Aaron Rodgers could retire as early as next week. Yeah, big news, right? Biggest news that we've probably heard all offseason. I mean, that's been the question. What is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? So we'll, mar- wow. we'll, we'll marinate on that. But let's go ahead. We'll jump into the teams, and we're going to jump into the AFC East. And we're going to start with the AFC runner-up Buffalo Bills. Marquee signings like Matt Milano, Darrell Williams, uh, John Feliciano, Emmanuel Sanders and Mitch Trubisky. Jake, I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you weigh in on this, and uh, since this is your team, I'm gonna let you weigh in. And uh, what do you think about these signings? Yeah. So basically, the big the big key about all that was was getting back as many guys as they could, and they did a good job. They probably signed resigned about ninety five percent of the guys. about the only guy that left was John Brown, but he was replaced Mm -hmm. with Emmanuel Sanders. So that offense is still going to roll the way it was rolling before. Um, Defensively, Milano coming back is great. Um, There is, I feel like the cornerback position could have been addressed a little further, Mm -hmm. but Levi Wallace has been holding the second corner spot down for yeah. like three years now. So yeah. they trust very heavily in him. That's fine. Um, I feel like they, they did what they set out to do drafting mm-hmm. uh, pass rushers. That's what they needed. That's what they were lacking. It's the reason that they got manhandled by Kansas city in the AFC title game was not just a lack of pass rush right. and it, uh, injuries as well. But I feel like they did really well, and I feel as if they my 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 thought process is the ceiling is about thirteen wins. I feel thirteen or fourteen wins this season okay. could be one or the other. I think maybe the basement's eleven or twelve if you know they come across yeah. an injury. Yeah, I mean that, that's that, that's reasonable too. I mean, obviously Josh Allen is going to do his thing. I mean, putting up uh, forty five hundred yards last year, right? Forty touchdowns, something like that. Something. Like, I mean, just M- MVP numbers. You know, but of yeah, course, not right. Right. But of course, outshined by Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Oh, well. I mean, we were all pulling for Josh Allen, but I mean, it, he's going to put his numbers and he's going to put up his numbers. He's going to take his shots. I mean, and obviously having a quarterback like that. You now, I mean, he's obviously grown into this 
you know, could be an elite quarterback. I mean, for what, from what we've seen, I mean, just in these last couple of years. He has, he has gotten better every single year and it, it, he's just, he's this dynamic player. Cause even, even in, you, you could ask fucking friggin Chris Siemens. Yeah. I was not a fan of the Josh Allen draft pick when they first right. did it. I'll admit that I'll be the first to admit that. And I'm so happy. I was wrong about it. Yeah. He is Absolutely. just uh, all it took was for me to watch him like play one preseason game. And he was like, he was just putting in these, it's like, he doesn't got it all together yet, but his arm talent is special. Right. And this, this kid could be something. Right. Yeah. And yeah, obviously yeah. working off season after off season. And now, like you say, getting better every season. I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely a, a contender to, you know, make it, make it back to the AFC title game, you know, and probably even make that push into the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. I, I would think one yeah, I really hope so. Um, yeah. It could be, it can be done. It's realistic. Yeah. And they address the needs they needed to, mm-hmm. to topple Kansas city. There's, there's only a few there. There's like four or five teams I could see winning the AFC and right. Right up there at the top two, I see is Buffalo, Kansas City. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I kind of want to piggyback off of what uh, Jake was saying with their pass rush, too, uh, mm-hmm. addressing it. You guys, uh, if I'm correct, because I don't have it in front of me, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys drafted uh, Gregory Rousseau out of uh, yeah. Miami? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I felt like he should have went a lot higher than he did, but – I, I feel like you guys got to steal uh, drafting him there because uh, he's a he's a prospect that is a work in progress. But as far as like he he's got raw talent, you know, and um, with the proper coaching, he could become um, a very good pass rusher in this league. And uh, you know, so I think you guys I think you guys got uh, got a good solid pick. Uh, at where you guys picked them at. And, um, you know, I've, you know, I've always, you know, especially last year, praised Josh Allen for, you know, the season that he had, he had a tremendous year last year. And, um, you guys are gonna, I I feel like you guys are gonna more than likely repeat the success, at least in the regular season, you know, because, uh, you know, you guys got a very talented football team. That's really all I got to say. You guys pretty much covered everything that I would have said. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. uh, Yeah. So we're going to move on. I mean, we're going to take this division by division. So we're going to move on to uh, Miami uh, signing Will Fuller, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Matt uh, Skura, and Bernadrick McKinney. I think I probably bushed his first name. No idea. Bernadrick McKinney. Okay. Thank you. That's why, that's why you guys, that's why you, that's why you're here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So yeah, um, obviously the big story with Miami last year was uh, Tua turned the ball over, whatever, being Tua turned the ball over, right? And Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in and saving the day in multiple games. Um. You know, the defense kind of spoke for themselves because Miami's defense was kind of consistent, you know, forcing turnovers throughout the season. Um, That's a very talented defense they got. It, it is. Yeah. I'll it say is. that they have a really good defense. And if you if you think about it, if they could have kept around somebody like Mika mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick, 
to, to play with that defense. I mean, how how nasty that defense would, would be, even nastier than it is, you know, with, with somebody like that. But, I mean, I don't see them – as far as, like, division goes, I, I, I see them two or three in that division. As yeah, as, you know, it really all depends on uh, Tua's development, really, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's – He's got to he's got to get into a comfortable uh, zone in that offense. Um, you know he he didn't really start you know playing until like what was it the third or fourth game of the season yeah. last year? It was somewhere in mid season, so he didn't get a whole lot of uh, practice. So every yeah. time he faced a team last year, it was the first time of him seeing everything. Yeah. So you know he's got to he's got to develop. He's got to mm-hmm. develop, but if he could, if he develops, I mean, the, Miami's a very talented football team, right. you know, but uh, it, it really all depends on Tua's development. Uh, and, Will Fuller, if he can stay off them damn PEDs, you know, yeah. you can, uh, look at my, my muscles. <laughs> now it's Tua, look at my muscles, the way I run with the football. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, he, he's got that deep threat ability. You know, he's a yeah. uh, very speedy receiver. He's got a mm-hmm. sure-handed. Um, before he got suspended last year, I felt like he was on pace to finish within at least the top six or seven as far as receiving yards right. go. Um, right. Know. Now, now you, look, you look at that offense. I mean, you have the addition of Will Fuller, uh, Devontae Parker, and um, Mike Gesicki. At tight end, yeah. I mean, some, some good targets, good targets for Tua. Weapons yeah, for I mean, sure. Okay. Yeah, he just Tua has to make that step. It's it's. I, I'd hate to say that year two is make or break. It might be for him, but I feel like if he do, if he looks at any way like any way like he did last year from time to time, like he he had his good moments, but then he had his bad moments, and when he didn't have Fitzpatrick to bail him out, he just looked terrible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you look at you look at that. I believe it was what week week seventeen, um, where Fitzpatrick. I think it was against Buffalo. Oh yeah, uh, no, no, yeah, no Fitzpatrick, and they're playing Buffalo's no back. Right, and yeah. they got they got blown out. I mean, yep. it, it was t- and you know we we people and uh, you know people at work along with myself speculated that Fitzpatrick got put on the COVID list. You know, because they wanted to see what Tua could do. And, you know, obviously, like you say, going against Buffalo's backups. I mean, if you're if you're a first a first round pick and you're and you're a starter in the NFL, even coming out of college, you should be able to take, you know, put up some significant numbers against backups. Yep. You know, it's one thing to struggle against starters because obviously the NFL is, you know, it's a professional league. Everybody is a star. Everybody's a professional. They're in the NFL for a reason. So you should be able to put up, you know, some decent numbers against, against the backup squad. Uh, you know, moving on, moving on to everybody's favorite team, the new England Patriots. Right. <laughs> I know it's Jake's for sure. Yeah. I yeah. love the Patriots so much. Um, so marquee signings, you know, they, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft, obviously, they took the, the cap space that they had, and they started spending money right out of the gate. Uh, they signed John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, Matthew Judon, uh, Devin, uh, again, 
got you. I'm going to guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those weird last names. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and David Andrews. You know, and then they also re-signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal. So, and then they picked up. Uh, they drafted Mac Jones. Matt Jones, yeah. Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. Mac Jones. So, you know, going after all these, all these players. I mean, obviously, they were looking for protection. They were looking yeah. for uh, defense, obviously, and they were looking weapons. for targets. I mean, weapons. if you look at uh, uh, New England's receivers last year, they god awful receiving right. quarter last year. Right. Oh. Uh, you know, and I'm not just saying that, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, I, there's a lot of Patriots fans that would probably agree with me when I say that. They're just, you know, one, you know, Cam Newton's quarterback play wasn't really up to par last year. Right. You know, and uh, two, you know, they they need they needed receivers to get separation mm-hmm. for Cam to throw him the ball, you know. Right. And if Mac Jones is going to have any success in New England, he's going to need people to throw the ball to. Right. And he's going to need time to throw it. Right. So exactly. you know, it all comes down to it all comes down to that. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. Defense, they, they've always had talent on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And now they got Matthew Judon, who's a, a, a very decent pass rusher. And uh, yeah, so I mean, that was they they addressed a big need because Jonu Smith is one of the fastest tight ends in the league. Yeah. Yeah, he he almost reminds me of like a like a Darren Waller. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, a tight end position, but can run routes like a wide receiver, which makes yeah. it very difficult for like a linebacker to guard. Yeah, he's too he's too he's too fast for a linebacker and too physical for a uh, for a, a corner. corner. So you got to yeah. put a safety on him automatically. You right. have to put a safety on him. Yeah. yeah again, yeah. Go ahead, Jake. Now I feel like their their success kind of hinges off, you know, how Mac Jones plays. I don't think I think Cam might start the season, but I don't mm-hmm. think he lasts very long. Because honestly, right. Cam just has not been like we we can we can say a lot of things. Yeah, his receivers weren't great, but Cam just has not. He just hasn't been great for a while. Cam hasn't and, been the same since that that 2015 Super Bowl 50 run. Yeah, it he just no. Like after after Super Bowl fifty and losing Super Bowl fifty, even in Super Bowl fifty, I mean Cam didn't look like Cam Cam that we had seen that year. Yeah. So ever since then, it was it was hard to to get behind Cam Newton. I mean, you saw little tiny sparks, and then there were injuries. So, but he had since that twenty fifteen season, he has not looked the same. He has not looked like you know super Cam. Or MVP, you know, MVP cam. You know, we we haven't really seen that out of him. Yeah, his body's kind of broken down too. Like it's just once his mobile abilities kind of like it's still there, mm-hmm. but once it kind of wore down, you know, it, it's just been bad for him. I think at some point Mac Jones takes over. I don't yeah. think he he's a rookie. He'll he'll show some signs. He'll he'll get a like a marquee win or two. I see mm-hmm. New England winning eight or nine games. Uh, I see yeah. that as they're they're gonna probably finish third. Yeah. I can see it. Like, how I see it is Buffalo, Miami, New England, Jets. All right. And speaking of the Jets, that's where we're moving on to. We're moving on to the New York Jets. Obviously, uh, trading away Sam Darnold, getting Zach Wilson, uh, also signing Carl Lawson for DN, Corey Davis at wide receiver. Sheldon Rankins at D tackle, Tevin Coleman at running back, and Jared Davis at linebacker. You know, great signings. 
you know, uh, to help to help out Zach Wilson because undoubtedly Zach Wilson is going to start. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Undoubtedly, I don't even think I don't even know who else is there to, you know, to play. Uh, you know, the uh, San Francisco defensive coordinator. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, coming in to to uh, the head coach Robert Sala. Robert Sala, thank you. Uh, to come in and head coach. Um, you know, where is he, is he going to do what, is he going to do better than, uh, Sam Darnold? Cause I feel like Sam Darnold was a decent quarterback coming out of college out of USC. Right. And I feel like he was decent, you know, but I feel like, I feel like it was Adam Gase is what hurt him. I feel like it's Adam Gase that hurt him. Adam Gase is his head coaching cancer. My God, he and as a <laughs> as a Bills fan, seeing him destroy two division rivals over the span of five years is a pleasure. It's like, yep, you just keep, <laughs> keep doing you well. You keep doing you well. Just when when he left the Dolphins and went to the Jets, I said yes, yes. Uh, and then he had that that weird press conference where he's just like. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I said, oh, this is already – this is already – I remember that. Oh, my God. I remember that. No, Uh, but not not to get outside. Like, where where do you – where do you put Zach Wilson, like, in in this conversation? Like, do you think he's going to do better than what, uh, like I said, Sam Darnold did this season? A lot of of people are skeptics on Zach Wilson. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen a lot of him. So, I wouldn't know. I can't – I couldn't really tell you in Mm -hmm. that regard. But – Maybe in this new, you know, new coach, et cetera, it could be a better system for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he gives the Jets a few wins. If he, if he starts to develop and play well, will he be better than Darnold? I don't know. Me with Darnold, uh, as a USC fan, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of Darnold, but at the same time, he was always kind of set up for failure. So, well, you know, we'll touch on him later with Carolina. Yeah. But – I, you know, I, I feel like it's kind of a wait and see kind of thing. Jets okay. are going to win like three games, three or four games. Yeah. See what happens there. They, 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 they got like two or three years until they might be good. Who knows? Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I'm going to chime in here on, uh, on, uh, on Zach Wilson, because I watched a, a good chunk of his film on pro day on his pro day. And I'm, I seen him because I, Looking at his pro day, you know, and some of the highlights of his games, I haven't really watched a full, full-blown game of Zach Wilson. But judging off of some of his his highlight tape and his tape on the pro on the pro day, his arm talent is definitely there. Like you see the arm talent and you mm-hmm. see the mobility with him. Okay, I seen him on his pro day make a throw that he was running this way and he threw across his body the other direction and they put it next to right next to a a film of Aaron Rodgers doing that in the same game and it looked identical I'm not I'm and don't don't take it as I'm comparing the guy to Aaron Rodgers because he's far from that right now but I'm just saying the arm talent is there the arm talent is there if that he can you know get through his reads and find the open receivers and in the pros, then, you know, he's just needs, he just needs the time. And mm-hmm. they have, they have a good amount of weapons. Like you said, Corey Davis, um, 
They they drafted Elijah Moore, who's a very dynamic receiver coming out of Old Miss. Um, so you know, it's sky's the limit for the kid. You know, I I, right. I hope that the New York Jets don't happen to him. You know, because right. the Jets have you know like you know they they haven't really had a, a franchise quarterback in a long time. Right. You know, so it you know we'll see we'll see what right. happens. But I, the arm talent is there for sure. You know, I, you know, like, you know, like Jake said, I, I don't see them winning that many games this year, but I can, I can see them competing for sure. Yeah. I can see them, you know, being competitive in, in, a, in a lot of these games. Right. You know, heard that, heard that participation trophies for everybody on the jets. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry uh, guys. Sorry. Jets um, man. Going, going into the AFC North. Uh, we're going to, we're going to start off with, with uh, Baltimore. Uh, marquee signings like Kevin Zeitler and Sammy Watkins. Also, recently, Villanueva from Pittsburgh, uh, you know, lo- losing to uh, or be- sorry, beating beating Tennessee. Lamar getting his first playoff victory, beating Tennessee in the first round last year. You know, I don't know. It, it's hard. I feel like I feel like Baltimore can be so up and down sometimes. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I- I feel like Lamar Jackson during the regular season didn't have the season that everybody anticipated him to have because he was coming off of that MVP season the season before, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was, um, it, but the, you know, they still made it to the playoffs and they, you know, like you said, they won in the first round and, you know, and then laid an egg in, in Buffalo, you know, and that was due to, you know, the, him not having enough time to throw the ball, you know, there, that offensive line wasn't very, wasn't very good for him last year. Right. You know, he was getting, he was getting sacked a lot and, you know, it was, uh, it was just, it, he, he didn't have the greatest, you know, he didn't have the greatest season, mm-hmm. but they still managed to make the playoffs. So they addressed a lot of their, their team needs during the off season two, two really good offensive linemen and me, Speaking, uh, vouching for Kevin Zeitler because he came, he came from us, and uh, you know they have. So we'll see, we'll see how it works out for him. I think, uh, I, I think, I would, I would want to give the slight edge to Baltimore this year to win the division. Uh-huh. But you know, we'll see. Uh-huh. Yeah, with Baltimore, it all, it, it all comes down to Lamar and how he plays and and if his supporting cast can help him out, you know, he may have to adapt his playing style a little bit and that, that, you know, that gets you hurt. There's, there's only so much running around you can do until you get hurt. Right. And that is, you know, that's probably going to be one of the biggest things is keeping himself, uh, keeping himself healthy. If he can keep himself healthy, Baltimore could easily win the division. I wouldn't say easily. That division's tough. Let me take that back. They could win. They could win the division, but the AFC North is probably one of the toughest divisions I can see this year. But Baltimore is definitely up there. Um, I think. Uh, uh, strangely enough, I got. Uh, I'm really high on Pittsburgh this year, but with Baltimore, I, I feel like it's either it's either one of those two teams is going to win the division, in my opinion. But I really. It really all depends on if they can just keep it together and stay healthy. Baltimore has definitely got a shot to be there. I can see them at 11, 12 wins. They just keep it all together. Their defense is solid. 
they they've improved their receiving core. They're 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 a good team. They right. they'll be in. They're one of those five teams. I'm thinking that could be an AFC Super Bowl team. Okay. Okay. Uh, so moving on, uh, Cincinnati Bengals marquee signings: uh, Trey Hendrickson, Mike Hilton, Riley Reef, uh, Wuze, and Larry Ogunjobi. A lot of defense, so they're obviously going after defense. Um, Joe Burrow is going to be coming off of that, you know, ACL, MCL surgery. Yep. Um, going drafted into the seat, going drafted into the season. Boy, Jamar Chase there drafted his boy from LSU, Jamar yep. Chase. They're going to get teammates again. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, but coming off of an injury like that, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be so tough. Yeah, I mean, because we saw glances of him last year that made him look, you know, like he he was going to do something, like he was going to have an impact in the NFL. Yeah, um, and almost kind of like you know you'd hate to see this, but almost kind of like uh, Carson Wentz, maybe he was mm-hmm. doing a little too much, you know, and that could be from you know the lack of you know uh, protection and uh, you know weapons they had around him. Uh, trying to do too much and trying to carry his team too much and then obviously uh, resulting in, you know, devastating knee injury. Um, but, yeah, I mean, coming back from that, you know, where, where, do you, where do you see that? I mean, do they, do they have a chance for, you know, a contention at winning the uh, AFC North? I don't feel like they're in contention to win the North. I feel like they're good enough to win 10 games and be a wild card team. I do okay. think that. If Burrow stays healthy, and that's just the bottom mm-hmm. line. If Burrow can stay healthy, he's got his boy Chase. He's got a lot of good receivers. If they, if those, you know, if the, the way they've beefed up the offensive line, if that can stick, Cincinnati can be real good. You saw flashes of of brilliance out of him last year. Mm-hmm. Like I was really, I didn't expect a lot out of him, and he impressed yeah. me. I was just yeah, like he better. just got right to the league and he's playing very well. Mm-hmm. I like I said, Cincinnati to me, I feel like their ceiling is ten to eleven wins. I don't see them winning the division, but they they could they could keep up with it. They'll they'll definitely be a wild card team if uh, mm-hmm. that's their ceiling. I feel. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I mean, I I, I agree with a, a lot of what you're saying as far as you know, like if Joe, Joe Burrow comes back to you know true form and if he stays healthy. I just don't know if I trust that offensive line as much because that, you know, it didn't really do them good last year. And when, you know, a lot of the fans were hoping that they would have drafted uh, somebody like Panay Sewell in the first round, other than Jamar Chase, though. I mean, I'm not saying Jamar Chase is a bad pick because he's not He's a hell of a receiver, but, but I mean, you, you, you can have all the weapons in the world, but if you don't got time to get them the ball, then it's all mm-hmm. for nothing. You know? Exactly. Exactly. So, so I don't know. I see them. I, I say they have a ceiling of maybe nine wins right now, but I just, I don't, I don't see them being like, I don't know. I, I, I don't like, I can't like fully, give my stamp on them being a wild card team just yet. I think they need, they have a couple holes that they need to fill, but that's, that's my, I I say floor six to seven wins ceiling nine, maybe 10. And that's a, 
And that's really given Joe Burrow a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. The AFC North is tough. It that's, is. Yeah. It is. Very competitive division. Yeah. Now mo- moving up with uh, a team that surprised a lot of people last year in the playoffs, uh, the Cleveland Browns, you know, uh, knocking Pittsburgh out uh, after losing to them in week week 17, right? Lost to them twice that year. Yeah, lost, yep. them, yeah, lost to them twice and then beating them in the first round of the playoffs and then moving on to uh, keep up with, you know, one of the most uh, – like high octane offenses in the NFL, right? Uh, Marquis signings like John Johnson the third, uh, Dakaris McKinley, Troy Hill, Anthony Wal- uh, Walker, and Malik Jackson. I mean now, Malik Jackson, Miles Garrett going to be your your front runners on your line, and Miles uh, Garrett is just absolutely terrifying. Oh yeah, I mean oh, yeah. coming at you, so. I mean, he uh, swung a helmet at a guy once. Yeah, right. You know, that happened. That, right. That's pretty terrifying. Yeah. You know, but all jokes aside, yeah, Miles Garrett is uh, phenomenal. He's phenomenal. So, so Cleveland, Cleveland is my divisional winner this year. That that is my divisional winner for the AFC North. I think, um, you know, like like I said, I mean, we saw it late last last season. You know, making that little playoff run. I think I think they can carry I think they can carry that over with uh with Baker Mayfield. I think uh I think they can carry that over and maybe do well this season. Uh, I'm not gonna give a record prediction because I have no idea, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put them at the top of that division though. Yeah, that's uh like I said, the AFC North is tough. So uh, I could see it as long as Baker can keep playing as well as he did last year. Like he start, you know, he he didn't he wasn't necessarily going hard like he wasn't breaking out the way he was down the back end of the season he started playing while he saw him get more comfortable which is weird arguably enough because it felt like he was playing a lot more better more naturally without Odell Beckham in the lineup but that's a debate for yeah. another day right. yeah <laughs> but I feel you know if he can just if he could keep up the momentum the way he was playing their defense is solid you know, and then he gets Beckham back and if Beckham can you know keep his you know charade down and mm-hmm. you know and they just keep pounding the ball. They got two of the best running backs in the league in their backfield. The fact yeah. that those guys are both sustainable in fantasy football, like that's that's insane that they can be that good as a cohesive unit. So yeah. you know, I I can see I can see the AFC title game being their ceiling. Honestly, I don't, I don't, maybe not Super Bowl, but they could they could play that good. I I'm kind of with you on that, Brian. I'm I'm yeah. not as high. I'm not as no. high, but, but I feel like they could be that good. All right, so I had to turn my hat backwards to uh, always, always getting serious, unbiased. To try to give the best unbiased opinion about Odell Beckham because a lot of people that know me know how I feel about one Odell Beckham. But I'm going to try and be nice. I'm going to try and play nice. Mm-hmm. So you know, like, like <laughs> sorry, um, like Jake said, you know. Uh, you know, one, I'm going to touch on his injury. I hope, you know, all all personal feelings aside, I hope he comes back healthy. I mm. hope he's healthy and I hope he plays a full season, you know, because I would like to see what he could contribute to that offense. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the big story because, you know, with Odell, it just seems like the chemistry of that offense is a little off. 
because, you know, he's trying to, he's worried too much about trying to get Jarvis and him the ball, keep both of them happy at the same time. And, you know, and then they have that monstrous running game. If you ask me, as far as a one-two punch in the backfield goes, the Browns have the best backfield in football. Yeah. You know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And I'm a big, I'm a big Georgia fan. And I, I you know, I was really, I when uh, when Nick Chubb was drafted to Cleveland, I was like, they got a good player. They got a really good player. And Nick Chubb's arguably one of the top five running backs in football. You could argue, you can make a solid argument for him being a top five running back. Yep. So going back to, you know, Baker, I, you know, I feel like early in the season, he was kind of, he was kind of struggling a bit, you know, sort of, sort of staying on that MO of Baker, like, you know, not really taking care of the football, you know, uh, you know, just not, not playing up to his potential. And then, Later in the season, when they started getting hot and, you know, started winning games, he, he played sensationally mm-hmm. and really started to look like that number one overall pick that, you know, Cleveland bet on him on, you know, mm-hmm. and it really all depends on if that offense can repeat success last year and that in that in uh, that pass rush they got can get keep getting to the quarterback. You know, they, they do have I, – I would say if, if Baltimore doesn't win that division, I would say that – I would say that Cleveland would be my second pick to win that division. It's just – it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough because the AFC North is so tough, so tough. Right. But, yeah, I'm going to turn right. my hat back on now <laughs> because Odell Beckham, all right, that was the biggest thing about him getting traded from the Giants was his – off the field antics on the field when healthy easily top five receiver not mm-hmm. not questioning that his talent is there his ten he's one of the most talented receivers i've ever seen but that mouth of his that mouth of his can get him in trouble yeah you know he reminds me in a way he reminds me a lot of to mm-hmm. yeah that was that if I had to compare him to anybody, that's who I would compare Odell to. But I think I think one of the one of the biggest differences, I mean, as far as you go for wide receivers like that, I mean TO obviously a big one, Chad Ochocinco, another one. You know, they they talked, but they backed it up at the same time. Right. You know, he's doing a little bit more talking than than showing. Yep, he's just you know, you, know, so. you can talk a lot in that injury reserve, you know. Yeah, we move we move on to the final team in the AFC North. Uh, the TikTok stars of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Juju Smith Schuster is a marquee signing, obviously re-signing him, Cam Sutton, and Tyson Alou. That's why I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Alou Alou. I have no idea. I probably botched that. I'm so sorry if you're watching. I I'm so uh, sincerely sorry. Wow, okay. Did, how um, did how dare you, Brian? How dare I? I, I, don't think I bailed him out. <laughs> um. So obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster was a big part of them bringing him back. Uh, Chase Claypool stepped up into a role. He was kind of he was he was in and out of the season. 
you know, like he was there some games, but then like he wasn't really there some games. So obviously being being a rookie, you know, it, it happens. Uh, James Conner, same kind of the same thing, you know. And he was there, but he wasn't really there, you know. And then not Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, ben Connor's Roethlisberger. gone. Oh, he's gone now. Yeah, he's in Arizona now. Oh wow. Okay, everybody's yeah, going there. They got a uh, Najee Harris now. That's Najee Harris. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's going to Arizona. Oh, shoot, I might go to Arizona. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, so lose lose uh, James Conner, but Ben Roethlisberger coming back for another season, getting up there in age. A little bit more injuries here as as the years come. Uh, is he going to be able to perform as as well as you know that we've seen in you know those uh, couple Super Bowls that he has? My thoughts are uh, don't sleep on Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. like. I, I feel like he's got one more really good year in him. Right. Uh, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people don't see it, and I understand why. Like you know, it's it's been a rough few years for him, but he's one of those quarterbacks where you know he's going to keep plugging along until he feels he can't go anymore. Right. And you know that team, the way it kind of collapsed down its back five games last year, you know, shit just kind of piled up on them. And, you know, Claypool's got another year in him if if you know Juju can stay the hell off of TikTok and what you want and and, and stop and stop dancing on people's logos yeah you know he had it's yeah that's just that's just inspiration that's just rocket yeah, fuel. It's, yeah it's motivation for the other team right and you know I'm, I'm glad that you brought up you know that five game back end losing losing streak right I mean started off the season what 11 and 0 yep and everybody's yep. like oh here comes Pittsburgh they're gonna you know they have a real chance to be the Super Bowl contenders this year and starting off undefeated but then you look at like who they played Yep, that too. That too. Yeah, I that mean, well. not the best teams in the NFL. I mean, I think they played. No offense, Jake, but I think they played the NFC last season. Uh, the NFC East. I mean, that's yeah, they four, did. That's that, that's four wins. That, that's that's four wins easily. But I think well, I think they they, they lost to Washington. They, I know they that. Week one last year, and we almost won that game. Right. Like it was. They only beat us by ten, and we sucked last year. <laughs> yeah. I know. I believe they lost to Washington. And yeah, beat, beat her. Okay. That yeah, beat, beat, that was their first loss. Okay. So you yeah. went three and one in that division. But I mean, again, last year that was almost three guaranteed wins. So it's it's yeah, it's tough. Know. Yeah, you know, you just you, you play, you know, you, you play who gets put in front of you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I I I can I can I could like I mentioned earlier, I could see them winning the division as long as you know Roethlisberger plays healthy. Stays mm-hmm. healthy, plays well, and does his thing. Claypool keeps playing well. He's only going to get better. That kid's got a lot of potential. Yeah. Juju keeps his together. Najee Harris is going to be really good. I can see it in him. He looks like a he looks like a guy who could be really good. Um, definitely, and, definitely the best running back in the draft for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, not to cut off topic, but like, even though Buffalo was set at running back, they were saying, "Oh, Buffalo should take Najee Harris." I'm like, yeah, you know, but. He is going. He he's going to have a, a great season. I, I really feel. Right. But then, you know, and they're go ahead, go ahead. All right. And then you throw all that on top of you know their defense last year. Yep. You know, basically led by by T.J. Watt and Mika Fitzpatrick, who we who we, you know spoke about earlier. I mean, you know, you put those put those together, and you keep Ben healthy. You know, it's going to be a little different 
without, uh, you know, as far as protecting Ben, yeah. without Villanueva. You know, so that might that might hurt him a little bit, yeah. but I mean, it should it shouldn't be too too terribly bad for them this year. Yeah, I don't see them being far off from in terms of record wise. I could see them at eleven wins again. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not a maybe not a, a an existential collapse like last year. Right. You know, where they just fall out and then just do do the job to their or to to the team they've been beating on for years. Mm-hmm. Like that was. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I'd like to, I would like to say that, you know, um, well, I, I'm going to go ahead and off, off the gate here, agree with Jake about Chase Claypool because the kid, that kid's sensational. I love yeah. Chase Claypool. Yeah. Hell of a receiver. You know, he's a big physical receiver. And also, you know, he's got good footwork. Everything, everything about Chase Claypool is, is he's going to be a good receiver for, for a while. Um, and Najee Harris too, if they can, you know, if they can, they, they, they better lean on that boy this year, you know, they yeah. better, they better get him, get him some solid carries and open up some holes for him. Cause if, right. if, if you do, if you can do that, then they're going to have a, a, a very successful, uh, they're, they're going to have a successful offense if you can do that. But, you know, going back to what Brian said about losing Bill in the wave up, you know, their offensive line isn't as strong, um, you know, and their defense easily top five, top, maybe top, even top three defense in the league. So they have all the makings. They have all the makings to win the division. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It, 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 yeah. That division is a toss up. Division yeah. is a toss up. With TJ Watt and how many times he's been robbed of defensive player of the year, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. He should have been defensive player of the year last year. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, he, he's by far the best. He's by far the best defensive player on the field in the NFL last year. Yeah. And I forget, they just signed um Joey Bosa. No, I'm just kidding. Melvin Ingram? Melvin Ingram? Yes, Melvin Ingram. Yes. Ooh. They signed him too. So that I mean that, that only makes the pass much better. Yeah, that's that's scary. That Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree went somewhere else, and yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So Melvin Ingram stepping in Bud Dupree's role—that's gonna, man, that's that's gonna be tough. There is mm-hmm. people better. Uh, they got probably one of the better defensive lines in the league. Their defense you know, is scary. Yeah. Defense is scary. It's very steel curtain esque. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. So moving on to the AFC South now, uh, biggest story almost of the offseason next to Aaron Rodgers was the Houston Texans, right? Deshaun. Uh, Deshaun. So marquee signings like Bradley, Robbie, Randall Cobb, Philip Lindsay, Tyrod Taylor, and Desmond King. So they went after a little bit of everything in, off, in the offseason. Um, obviously, the biggest story is Deshaun Watson. And, you know, what's going to happen with Sean Watson? Another big story coming out of there, losing J.J. Watt, going to Arizona. Obviously, the year before, losing DeAndre Hopkins. Now, so, I mean, I don't know if this is their attempt at a rebuild, but. See, it now that's. It doesn't look good. See, now that's kind of the thing is that you could say that, but I'm pretty sure they, they're, like, lacking a lot of draft capital right now. 
Yeah. And it's just a lot of bad moves. Um, Bill O'Brien messed that team up bad. Yeah. And it, the one thing they could have hung on to was Watson, but because mm. of everything that he's been doing, and he wanted out anyways. Right. Yeah. Everything that's going on with him, that's just that team. That team's gonna be a bad team. I feel I've well, I feel, but I don't. I mean, Tyrod Taylor could get another starting gig there. You know, it's just as long as it, the it medical was a, team doesn't punch her as long. Yeah. I, was, yeah, I was just about to touch on that. You know, as long yeah. as you don't take lungs out. My goodness, but uh, they're, they're great. Yeah, I know. It, I feel so bad. He, I've met the guy. He's a fantastic dude. You know, terrible, he, terrible, terrible for him, but great for Justin Herbert. Yeah, great for Justin time. Herbert. I mean, and know. great for Baker too. Great for yeah. Baker. Yeah. Great for them both. Like, uh, but this just overall with this Houston team, they're mm-hmm. gonna win like two games. They're 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 a bad team. Right. Just in my just in my opinion, I don't I don't see them doing way too much. Mm-hmm. There's too much confusion at quarterback. There's just there's not a lot of talent in a lot of places. Right. Uh, they're they're a basement team this year. Yeah. Yep. Anything anything to touch on that? Just <laughs> said it all. <laughs> said it all. Um, pretty much only thing I have to say is trash bin. That's trash all. bin. Oh, I know. I know. They you said they are hot garbage. They are poop. Now, now, now. I know. I know. You said, Jake, uh, Jake, that uh, you know, two wins possibly this year. Um, do you think maybe they go over? It's possible. It's very possible. I like to not wish that on a fan base, though, because that's that, terrible. That's true. That's true. I like to. I like to just go. You know, so maybe hilarious, a win. Though. That would be hilarious. Oh, it's so funny, but at the same time, I think to myself, man. Through all those years that Buffalo was really bad, I would have fucking hated that. I would have yeah. hated that. Yeah. Okay, right, so we move on to one of the more impressive teams of the AFC South and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, obviously signed Carson Wentz from Philadelphia. Carson Wentz getting back Frank together Frank. with uh, Frank Wright. Frank. Traded. Okay, well, uh, traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Getting back with Frank Wright, his 2017 offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. Resigning T.Y. Hilton and resigning Marlon Mack, who was out last year due to injury, uh, one of the more uh, exciting running backs in the league. Signing cornerback Xavier Rhodes, offensive lineman San Te- uh, Tevi, and defensive lineman Isaac Rochelle. Uh, I think Indianapolis has a chance, you know, to win this division. I think uh, Carson Wentz back with Frank Wright. I think things are going to go right in their in their favor this year um yeah it's as long as carson can stay healthy you know that's that was the biggest issue in philadelphia was him getting hurt but as long as he can stay healthy i think this will be a good year for uh indianapolis yeah if wentz can play anything like he did in his almost mvp season when he got hurt this could play well for them um I can see it. They got a solid defense. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a two-horse race in that division between them and Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, they, they're like I said, they're you know their defense is still solid. They got good young receivers like my boy Michael Pittman from SC. Um, you know, Ty Hilton still can get his. You know, they as long as Wentz can stay healthy and plays even remotely like he did in Philadelphia, things could be really good for them. 
I, I, I can see it. I see them. They could win up to 12 games. They, I feel like they could be that good. Okay. That's my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, yeah. I mean, like, I, I agree with a lot of what both you guys are saying. Uh, you know, uh, my, my, the big question mark is, is really is what, how Carson, Carson Wentz plays, you know, mm-hmm. if he gets, goes back to that, that form of when he was almost, you know, and almost MVP level when they had that Super Bowl run there before he got hurt, mm-hmm. then, you know, I mean, that's the sky's the limit with that team. But, I mean, if we see the Carson Wentz of last year, they're in big trouble. They're yeah. in big trouble because they're going to have to really lean on their defense and, you know, not having a back, you know, losing their backup plan and Jacoby Brissett, mm-hmm. he's he's gone. So you don't really yeah. have you're, – you're putting – you're going all in on Carson Wentz here at quarterback. And, right. I mean – I mean, it's, 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 it's tricky. It's tricky because he can have the potential to have an amazing season or he could suck and not have a good season. And it's really, it's really all all up to Carson Wentz where this team goes because their defense is there running games there. They have weapons, they have a good offensive line. So Mm -hmm. I would argue they have probably have the best offensive line in football to be honest, if I'm being completely real. So that, cause that opened up a lot, even when Marlon Mack went down, Jonathan Taylor stepped right in and had a thousand yard season as a rookie, right. you yeah. know, so that big a test huge to their offensive line. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, and, and it, I'll say it again, like I said, with the Steelers Colts have arguably have top five defensive football, you know, so it's, all signs point to them having a good year. They just – I, Colts fans better hope to God Carson Wentz can come back to form. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's their only hope. Yeah. It's their <laughs> only hope. It really is. Help me, Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, going to, to Jacksonville, had the number one overall uh, pick this year with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, signed his – also drafted his running back. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So kind of like you were saying with uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, you know, buddy, buddy. Right. So we got FTM and Trevor Lawrence also signed Shaquille Griffin, Marvin Jones, Jr. And Roy Robertson Harris. Coach Urban Meyer stepping off of the college football and coming in, stepping over to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, we, my father and I, we were talking about this earlier. Um, Donnie, bringing bringing Tim Tebow out of retirement to play, to play tight end. <laughs> bringing him out of Syracuse. <laughs> bringing him out of Syracuse, yeah. Uh, my, my bold prediction was that at some point during the season, Tim Tebow is going to be playing quarterback. Oh, jeez. I don't think that's gonna happen. I do think it's. I do think it's gonna happen, and I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna happen. It may not be a start, but they're gonna line up in a wildcat, and he's gonna end up playing quarterback. Oh, I can believe that. If you're saying it like that, then yeah. But you were. I thought you were saying that he's gonna be starting a quarterback. I'm like, are you nuts? (laughs) Just the craziest. 
he will he will play over uh, over under on a uh, let's say ten snaps at quarterback this year. Okay, I could see, I could see that. I would, I would say, I would take ten snaps. So you're yeah. saying you're saying right at ten snaps. Right at ten. Right, right at ten. I said, I said over under. What's all, what, what what do you think? Over under. He's gonna he's gonna play he's gonna play eleven. He's gonna go over. 11? He's gonna play oh, eleven just snaps. Over. Just over. Yeah, he's, he's gonna play that ten. He's gonna play that ten snap, and Urban Meyer's like, you know what? That was pretty good. Go back out there and play another one. Yeah, just hope Urban Meyer doesn't have a you know like a like a oh a two thousand seven Florida flashback or something, and keep him in there for you know a full series or something. Right. Let me get those. Let me get those glory days back. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> you know, but. No, I think it's going to be I, – I think it might be just a little over 10, maybe maybe close to 15 just to get the mm-hmm. defense guessing. You mm-hmm. know, Urban Meyer's a very creative coach. So, yeah. you know, and Tim Tebow, I mean, as, as much as, you know, people don't like him, he's a versatile player. He yeah. can – you know, and he's very strong. He's a yeah. very strong person, like – you know, over overall. So I mean, you know, and he's got a good knowledge of the game, and he's a any 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 love, and he's a winner. You know, the mm-hmm. the guy's a winner. He likes to win football games. So you know, what, he, what kind of what kind of uh, switch on to you know, you know, we'll yeah, switch on was, to was, a little bit, and we'll we'll go to uh, you know, obviously the first round pick because that the first overall pick because that's who we want to focus on. You know, rookie Trevor Lawrence never lost a regular season game. In his football career, yeah, well, that's going to change. But As, oh yeah, one hundred percent it is. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, like he, the Jacksonville ain't ain't going seventeen and zero this year. Mm, <laughs> nah, but uh, so uh, I could see Jacksonville. They, I feel like they're building the foundation right now. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. in two years' time, there'll be a team we're talking about contending for the division. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence could be really, really good in the pros. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these guys, you just, you honestly, a lot of time you just don't know until they get on the field. I feel like though, he's got, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got a solid coach in Urban Meyer. I feel like he'll play really well. He's got a solid supporting cast. I'm feeling like maybe their best case scenario is about six or seven wins. Yeah. They, but they will definitely be better than they were last year without a doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just a, just a young foundation building, improving team for the most part. And mm-hmm. if Trevor Lawrence throws Tim Tebow a touchdown, y'all better not watch ESPN for like a week because they no, are absolutely not up about it. Or, 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 or vice versa, if Tim Tebow throws. Oh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence oh, if we get a trick play in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Moving on to the home team here, where I'm at here in Tennessee, we're going to look at the Tennessee Titans. So signing Marquis signing as uh, Bud Dupree, uh, Janoris Jenkins, Danico Autry, and Josh Reynolds. Obviously, the big signing with Julio Jones. Also losing uh, Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson. You know, and uh, losing Corey Davis and Johnu Smith. What does this mean? For Tennessee, is this, you know, is Julio going to be that much of a of an impact to to help them make you know, another playoff run? 
obviously losing a couple of years back to Kansas City in the championship round. Last year, losing to Baltimore in the first round. You know, does he put them in that step above to maybe help them push to another championship round or even to a Super Bowl? I, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible because, I mean, that offense is going to run the way it's always run, okay? Mm-hmm. It's Derrick Henry. It's the Derrick Henry show, all right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the argument of the best running back in the league, I think he is. And that's how they're, they're not going to get away from what they do. But at the same time, now you have another guy alongside A.J. Brown who played a stud season last year while being hurt most of the way. Yeah, You got those two, you know, and they take a lot of, they, they open up. So they open up so much for Derrick Henry that they're just going to be able to counter off each other. And Tannehill plays so well inside of this offense. Mm -hmm. They can be that good. They're a team. They're a sneaky, good team. Their defense needs a little bit of work, Yeah, but if their offense can just keep par for the course and just keep them ahead in games, they're Mm -hmm. good. They, they, they're another one of those teams that I, that I think out of the AFC that could make the Super Bowl if everything clicks perfectly for them. Mm-hmm. With Julio, Brown, Derrick Henry, it's they got a real shot. They got a real shot. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I definitely, I definitely uh, agree. I definitely agree in a lot of aspects there. Um, you know, you say, you know, losing John U. Smith and Corey Davis, yeah, that hurts. You know, I'm not going to say it doesn't, but when you add someone of Julio's caliber, he's, a, a, you know, when healthy, Julio, you know, before before the injury was top five receiver, mm-hmm. you know, when healthy, the guy is a double team magnet, okay? It, you know, and adding that to an offense with A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry – are you kidding me? Right. That's that's unfair. <laughs> that's yeah. unfair. It is. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I do think that Julio makes an immediate impact on that offense. Immediate. Okay. And and not for nothing, also makes AJ Brown better. Not just Derrick Henry makes AJ Brown a better receiver. Mm. Okay. So yeah, that's I. Tennessee's my pick to win the division. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with that. I think they can win 13 yeah. to 14 games this year. I mean, I would say I would say Tennessee or Indianapolis. You know, it's gonna be a race for, between those two, depending. Obviously, we said depending on Carson Wentz's situation. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a race between those two. You know, it may be. It may be one of those situations where we get to, to week 17 or week 18 because we have 17 games this year, right? We get to week 18 and it's Tennessee versus Indianapolis. Winner goes in, you know, winner wins the division kind of situation. Could be could end up in a situation like that. Um, so moving on to this, uh, this last division of the AFC. Uh, so the AFC West, we're going to start off with the Denver Broncos. Marquee signings such as uh, Justin Simmons, Shelby Harris, Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, Kareem Jackson, and Mike Boone. Um, the Broncos have said that they were very fortunate to have a quarterback in Drew Locke. You know where where do you where do you put them this year? I mean, I'm I'm not 100% sold on Drew Locke. 
I know the Denver fans were kind of hoping for Aaron Rodgers, you know, which yeah. is still a possibility. But like I said earlier, rumors going around that he may retire. So, you know, where where is this put him? Like, I mean, because obviously they need to rebuild and you know, yeah. build up. They're tough to project. Uh, I was actually really high on Drew Locke last year, and mm-hmm. then I went and saw what he did last year. Right. Um, I'm not even sure if he's going to beat Teddy Bridgewater in camp. So, yeah. at the end of the day, Denver has a lot of young, solid pieces: Cortland mm-hmm. Sutton, Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they drafted well. They're another one of those teams that, I mean, I, I wish I could confidently say they're like a year or two away from being good, but. Drew Locke has not shown me at any point that oh, this is the guy. Like right. at first when he showed when first when he showed up, he showed some good signs. And then I kind of feel like maybe defense has adapted to him. And yeah. now almost, I'm almost, not sure. almost played like one dimensional. Yeah, I don't really know where to place Denver. I feel like they'll be meddling with that quarterback thing all year. They mm-hmm. to me look like a six win team. Right. It just they got they got to get their stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, Denver. I mean, they got a uh, they got a lot of they, they got a lot of pieces on offense to make them a very good offense. But Drew Locke has got a Drew Locke's got to step up to the plate. You know, mm-hmm. it's, this year it's make or break for him if he's yeah. starting. It, it's make or break for him if he doesn't produce this year. Then they need to get rid of him. They need yeah. to they need to move on. But mm-hmm. you know, like Jake said, I don't see him beating out uh Trent Teddy Bridgewater. Right. I, I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback by a fucking landslide. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, seeing seeing what he's done between, you know, the teams like Carolina, uh, New Orleans, and, and you know, now he has a chance to kind of step up and show what he's worth. Uh, even Minnesota, right? Too, you know, and show what he's worth to to Denver. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's he's done well everywhere that he's gone. Yeah, he caught a tough break in Minnesota, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to the uh, second place team in the Super Bowl this year, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Marky Sangs, like Joe Thune. Kyle Long, Jaron Reed. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're still a big offensive team because you yeah. can never you can never count out Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Yeah. And with with threats like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, you know, and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire last year, you know, stepping into a rookie running back, I think he's going to be phenomenal for years to come. So. You know, but do do they keep that high octane offense? Like, do they just keep rolling as as much yeah. as they have? Uh, I I, yeah, I mean, to me, I see fourteen, fifteen wins. They, mm-hmm. they, there's not, a, there's not a lot to say that hasn't been said. They've improved what they needed to. They beefed up their line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is going to Mahomes. They. They are obviously, you know, as per usual lately, is that they're the favorite to win the AFC. Obviously, they're, you know, so. This just in, guys. The Kansas City Chiefs are good at fucking football. Yeah, right. Right. If you didn't know, they're good at football. And they're going to be good at football this Mm -hmm. season. So, that's all I got to say about the Chiefs. 
Yeah, there's I mean, not there's like I like you guys say there's not much you can really say. I mean, Andy Reid is a phenomenal coach. I mean, and when you have arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, I mean, he's going to make plays. And they're 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 going to make plays as a team. So we can we can just touch on that and that's it and we'll just move on to this next team who's been kind of I don't know in the in the slums for the last you know few years and the now new Las Vegas Raiders going into their second season in Vegas. Uh, marquee signings include uh, John Brown, Willie Sneed, Quentin Jefferson, Solomon Thomas, Kenyon Drake, Nick Martin, Matt Dickerson, Darius Fallon. I mean, so they concentrate. They concentrated on defense. Um, which they then, needed. which they needed to, and then a center. You know, they got a good center in Nick Martin, and you know, I, I think I think uh, a great defensive tackle in Solomon Thomas as well. Yeah, Solomon Thomas was uh was was uh, formerly a Forty Nine er, and he was yeah. uh, he was a good part of that defensive line in San Fran. So, um, yeah, you know, uh. Vegas really like, I mean, they, they have one of those offenses that could explode mm-hmm. at any time. They got that, you know, that speedy deep threat in, uh, in Henry Ruggs. They got, you know, Derek Carr who can, you know, who can show flashes of being an elite quarterback in this league, mm-hmm. but you know, and then like, but it's like, what, what are you going to get? You know, are you going to get, uh, Pro Bowl Derek Carr, or are you gonna get his brother David Carr? <laughs> like, <Right>. you, know, <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. It's like Forrest Gump. Looking a little like your brother. <laughs> what was that, Jake? You're looking a little like your brother out there. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You know. But anyway, um, you know, uh, like the the and another big question mark of that team is their defense because I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed last year. No. Yeah. I mean, they let the jets put up like 20 something points on them. The jets, yes. the jets, they almost lost to the jets last year. I mean, like this, this team, you know, I mean, Darren Waller's phenomenal. I, mm-hmm. I like you could, yeah. you could argue him being the best tight end in football right now. Like you could make an argument. My, I would lean more towards a George Kittle and a Travis Kelsey, but Darren Waller easily top five, easily top oh, yeah. five uh, yeah. tight end football right now. Um, for me, for me, yeah, you know my my feelings are kind of the same. I, I have a small soft spot for the Raiders. My uh, my stepfather's a Raiders fan, and uh, you know I, I feel like Derek Carr is just probably one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks in the world mm-hmm. him and he's him and Kirk Cousins are kind of in the same place yeah. also that defense again doesn't really help them and they they uh they got a solid receiving core they are probably going to be where they always are on the cusp of being a playoff team but just not and you know and John Gruden my god you know I, I people were expecting a lot out of him when they signed him back I just I just don't it's see too it. much He's kind of lost his touch. Yeah. yeah. Those, those years away. Too much. Yeah. So 
Moving on to this last team in the uh, the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Marquis Sainz, Corey Lin- Lindsley, uh, Matt Filer, and Ode Abushi. Again, all offensive linemen. So obviously they're looking to protect Justin Herbert. Yeah. Right. Uh, Austin Eckler should be back this year. Um, yeah, and uh, Allen, so I, that draft pick in the first round, Rashawn Slater from uh, mm-hmm. Northwestern. Um, you know, so they yeah, they want to protect their franchise quarterback because I mean, mm-hmm. let's face it, Justin Herbert's going to be a great court quarterback for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you got to keep him healthy. He, you know, he was phenomenal last season. You know, he just mm-hmm. stepped right in and just started firing. You know, when a mm-hmm. lot of people were kind of skeptical on him, you know. And and he just stepped up and he just stepped up and started lighting defenses yeah. up left and right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously resulting in his offensive rookie of the year, which some people might have argued that it should have gone to somebody like Justin Jefferson, but no, quarterbacks are always favorited to win offensive rookie of the years, especially when you can do what Justin Herbert did, like you said, and just step in and just start tearing apart defenses. Right. Yeah. To me, to me in that division, I don't think you know. No, nobody's hand, hanging up with K with uh, Casey. But yeah. if there was a team that could, it, it is the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm really high on them. I feel like they could win ten to eleven games this year. They yeah. really are. They really are that good. Herbert is that good. He's the real deal, and uh, he is one guy I really enjoy watching. And with guys like Keenan Allen. Guys like if Mike Williams can ever get his crap together and stay healthy, yeah. you got Eckler. They it's guy's the limit with the Chargers. I, I they're going to slowly learn to win more. Mm-hmm. They, you know it, that was kind of the thing that they were stuck, kind of hung up on last year was they just weren't winning games. They were playing well, but just not winning games. Right, just lo- losing losing close ones, not closing out games. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of lots of learning experience stuff, but I feel like this year they they're a wild card team this year, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, well, that uh, we are running out of time. So we're going to wrap up the AFC and we are going to come back with a part two of the NFC. So make sure you join us for this part two. We really want to appreciate Jake coming in and talking NFL offseason with us and kind of look forward to the new season. Again, 46 days, guys, until kickoff. Uh, so be on the lookout for a part two. Make sure you're following us on social media uh, at K- KFR SPRTS cast on all of our handles. Uh, visit our website, buy some merch, you know, support us because we want to do this. We want to get our words out more so we can bring you news for the biggest news in sports. Uh, but like I said, be on the lookout for a part two where we cover the NFC team. Sports Look cast. forward to seeing all of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Peace out. Big Chuck, out.